Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to HR Work Break. I'm your host, Maddie Collins, editor of HR Daily Advisor. HR Work Break takes a quick but close look at everything human resources. For any HR professional, it's a must listen. I hope you learned something new, take some advice to heart, or simply stay abreast today's trending topics. Now it's time for a work break. Happy Friday and welcome to HR Work Break. Today I'm joined by Sam Zhang, CEO and founder of DeepHow. DeepHow is an AI-powered video-centric platform for skilled workforce training. Sam, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited to have this conversation about learning and development and the role of technology kind of within there. So just to start off, your company has recently had a focus on employee-led training. So I'd love to know what the benefits are to that. Totally. Before jumping into this topic, I want to share the observation we have seen before we started DeepHow. So we see the learning actually in what environment that's this shift from this just-in-case learning to just-in-time. So just in case is you learn before you're doing the work. You spend you know, hours or days or weeks either learning in the classroom or, or learning from some you know, other you know, places. And then you try to apply that in work. Today, actually, we can see is with all these rapid changes of technology and then job requirements. And more and more people are going to this just in time. Because often you encounter your problems at work, and that's great opportunity for learning. And then you, you start look for your, your information. And, and particularly, I think for the younger generation of workers, even more. So you encounter problem, and then you start learning. So that will really require us to create more actually job related your content. And this on the job, right? The training it's becoming even more your know, critical. So who is doing the job? It would be your employee, your workers, your expert. So they are the one you know, at the front line and doing the work all, all the time. So it's actually really, really critical to capture that knowledge and digitize them so that that information can be easily accessible to your know, other folks who also need to learn the new job and new skills. So that's why employee training is actually really, really critical. And so it's definitely reflecting this learning paradigm, your know, shift and to capture actually particularly the, the expert, right, doing the work. This is actually a quite valuable information for the company and also for you know, any other workers. Yeah, no, I feel like I've experienced that firsthand. Like, I want to say about a year ago, we started getting into the video space. So we have like short, like five minute videos on our site now. I haven't used YouTube since I was in high school, basically. <laughs> so one of my coworkers figured out how we were going to navigate the platform and kind of walked us through, gave us a DIY, how to do it. And that's sort of like learning on the job and sharing it with other people who need that knowledge is critical, like you said. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the experience like uh, you just mentioned, people can connect to. And traditionally, so if you join a, a new environment and then you hope, oh, someone very experienced and then also patient enough to <laughs> to provide you all the tips and tricks and to do all the job shattering. And that approach actually definitely it's very effective, but not scalable. Number one is the expert. They are <laughs> limited numbers of experts. And in fact, today we're seeing in many environments, particularly in manufacturing, we are focusing on that's huge, but turnover. And that means you know, people coming and go. 
So if you have expert, you, you, you need to do all the job shadowing for your, your every <laughs> new worker. The expert will end up just doing all these repetitive training. And that's not a good use of the expert time. It's much better to digitize your capture their knowledge so that that information can be used in a more scalable way. And then also from the learner side, and it turned out they actually prefer, particularly younger generation, your workers, they prefer the digital version of the expert. And this actually has been demonstrated from other you know, platforms. Like for instance, Kind Academy, right? It's this online education. So Saul Kind, he actually told the story why he started you know, Kind Academy. He was actually tutoring his cousins <laughs> math. And then number one, he said he has so many cousins, he couldn't you know, keep up that, that demand. More interesting, he realized once he started recording, He's tutoring and put on YouTube. His cousin said, hey, I prefer that digital version of you because I can pause if I don't understand. I can rewind. I can speed up. So that way, they don't have that pressure because a lot of time in this job shadowing and particularly in this, again, in manufacturing, in all these operation environment, it can be quite overwhelming first time for people. People are a little bit intimidated. They, they don't want to look you know, stupid, right, to, to ask all these questions. That's why I, I think it's actually critical to, again, capture experts' knowledge and digitize them and make it also uh, deliver in a way that's actually really, really uh, provide good use experience for learners as well. Definitely. And with that digitization, I feel like that makes it easier, like you said, for users and people who are learning to like go back and review things that confuse them. Which kind of brings us into like, as you're shifting your learning and development from your leaders lecturing people in person to it being digitized or online, do you have any advice for L&D leaders that are trying to reformat their existing L&D strategies to kind of suit this more digital, like self-directed learning pathway? Absolutely. That's a great question. Again, we see the paradigm shift. So previously, a lot of your learning is coming more from top down. And then also often you're driven or led by L&D, your experts. Work with the leader or the manager and then to get the requirements. Then they would still need to produce the content by working closely with subject matter experts. You still need a lot of domain. And then, of course, L&D folks, they know how to design curriculum. They, they also know how to use technology, like, for instance, these multimedia, because it takes time to do. And they also, you're familiar with all these LMS platform or, or some of the your content creation your tool, so then they can deliver the content and, and publish this. So that's really, really traditional. And that actually, again, is not so scalable. And a lot of them actually have been more focusing on the compliance, which is still your necessary, particularly in the more regulated industry. It's still very critical. You need to have that kind of compliance. But we see the shift is going towards more and more focusing on performance, right? Performance that again, connect to the earlier what we are discussing and how do we empower people to do their job easier to, to learn all these. And that's why we think that the role actually for L&D will also be changed. And of course, that expert can also work closely with the L&D people because that information, L&D, your expert can also review it and work with some other stakeholders to make sure information is accurate and also adding additional information needed. And later, then this can be quickly shared and published. 
So just make expert the center point and then also improve the efficiency of this whole content creation. Because I think in the end, actually from learning perspective, you just need a lot more, not only the, the, the content are job related, relevant content, but also up to date your content because constantly there's new technology introduced in the environment and new machines, et cetera. And sometimes L&D folks, typically they are not in this environment. So we want to create this platform and, and we are seeing this happening to, to really actually support this collaboration between L&D folks, HR folks, and also the operational people. And in fact, we see a trend merging and this is called workforce rat. It's actually a new role that teaming up both operational people and also HR or L&D people. That interdepartmental collaboration has gotten more and more important. I've seen like the emergence of soft skills in the L&D space and in the recruiting space too. Like being able to collaborate and communicate with a bunch of different people in a bunch of different roles is so essential. And having that kind of technology and those type of logistics and statistics to kind of back it all up sounds like it really puts like a fine edge on it. Absolutely. So what we have seen is because, again, we're living in a world that technology is advancing so rapidly. You know, manufacturing, for example, everyone's talking about industrial 4.0. And that means a lot more automation and a lot more technology and robots being introduced and digitalization, digital transformation. But it turns out that that means actually we need to upskill people and people need to be reskilled. It's not technology coming in. It's not to replace people. In fact, we work with so many customers where they're the leader, Industrial 4.0, and they say, hey, we need actually more skilled workers. American factories are desperate for skilled workers. So technology actually is really driving this, right? The rapid you know, development. And meanwhile, you have a lot of these you know, experts approaching retirement. They spend years on the shop floor or in the work environment, and their knowledge actually has not been effectively captured and digitized. And of course, speaking of the you know, younger generation people, we already talked about, they, they don't like to read you know, instructional manuals. They don't like to read the standard operational procedure. It's got to be interactive and engaging. Visual engaging, right? They spend time on YouTube, TikTok. There are tons of study show. And by the way, I study engineering psychology. So study how people learn, study how people interact with technology, and we want to use technology to help people. And there are tons of evidence in, in the literature to show why you know, your visual content and particularly showing people doing work is a lot more effective and a lot more interesting for others to watch. All these actually trends happening that you know, means there's a paradigm shift in this whole you know, learning space. And like I just mentioned, right? So it will require a new way for the HR learning people to collaborate with operational folks. Traditionally, again, operational folks, they would just ask you know, HR or L&D people, hey, you find the people with their skill to come in. And today your HR would say, hey, I cannot even find anyone interesting coming in to work any other requirement that they need to have the skill. So that puts the burden on the operational team to bring people up to speed. And then they will approach HR, hey, you need to train them. But HR will say, oh, I actually don't know how to do all the work. I don't know all these machine and technology. So that's why I think it's important to realize that's this paradigm shift. And what we're doing is just trying to create a platform and bringing HR, bringing your operational folks and bringing learning people and bringing subject matter experts together so that they can collaborate more seamlessly. Yeah. And with that increase in collaboration, are there any other like L&D trends that you think are going to continue gaining traction or emerge in 2024? 
Absolutely. Certainly, I think in 2023, we've heard a lot about AI technology, right? And particularly, it started with ChatGPT, which released literally just a year ago. AI certainly has made a huge impact to every domain. And the technology is still advancing at rapid pace. It's exciting, and but it's also confusing. And it also could be intimidating. Right, because people are talking, oh, is AI you know should replace the jobs and then the skills? And AI certainly has profound impact to the learning space, to education, to how we train people, and we definitely can see this will continue in 2024. A couple of really important thing to keep in mind. Number one is for LD people, yeah, you want to leverage all these latest tech. Our MD people. Particularly, you see folks in HR as well. You still understand your workers' needs, your people's needs. So that's not going to change. Because technology is powerful, but what exactly your people need, and how do we help them, and how do we design your technology to you see to onboard people, to enable them to be successful, to empower them. So that is still not going to change. So definitely, you're going to 2024. There will be a lot more tools, AI power tool. We are also continuously pushing boundary, so so to really actually free operational folks and also LND folks from those more mundane tasks. So it's a long answer, but 2024, I'm very excited about these potential leveraging technology. Definitely, like taking the burden off the busy work of sorts to make it effective and shareable. Absolutely, and then really allow people to focus on what they are really good at. And what's the most essential, right? Because exactly like HR should care about your people, bringing people in, onboarding them quickly. Then people felt they are being empowered, and then they also have opportunity to explore your different career path. This is already happening, and just like DeepPower, your platform will create a platform allow people to learn autonomously, autonomous worker, autonomous operator, just like today and. I think a lot of people learn information online from YouTube, from TikTok, of course, from podcasts as well. Your learning is no longer just limited to this classroom, to this more curriculum based. Often people have a lot more opportunity to pursue their passion, and then they can dig in deeper if that information is available. So, so we definitely think this is going to happen in this workplace as well. I definitely see that, like already happening, like you said. My favorite way to close out this podcast, since the podcast airs on Fridays, is to ask what you're looking forward to this weekend. Yeah, so for the weekend, I'm always looking forward because I can have a little bit more time to listen to a lot of your podcast and to refresh your learning. And definitely, there's a lot going on in the world. And what I found most really helpful is listen to different perspective and expert in different field, and to see their view. I spend a lot of time you know, following all these latest trends in AI. It's really, really, really growing. The technology is advancing exponentially. That means there are a lot more content, paper being published, and new technology being introduced. And I was fascinating to see how people are going to use this technology, and particularly in this future of learning, and future of education, and even future of work. I do spend a lot of time, particularly over the weekend, to listen to to catch up with all these discussions and podcasts. So that's why I really appreciate all, all the work you are putting in to create your content for people. I appreciate experts like you coming on shows like mine and countless others to spread this kind of information and knowledge to the general public. You know, great. 
Yeah, but Sam, thank you again for joining me today. It's really been a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's great pleasure. Again, I'm Maddie Collins, and thank you for listening. Join us next Friday or whenever you need a work break.